Expose corrupt politicians online, corporate media. I'm Jake Duesenberg, your host. We are broadcasting live from Roseville, Minnesota, 10 minutes north of the Minnesota State Fair. They say the great get-together, right? I'm going to tell you guys a story here. Joining me, as which will be normal, as usual, I will say probably in a couple weeks, is former state representative Eric Mortensen. How are you doing there, buddy? So good. I had so much fun watching that debate last night. I, I can't wait to tell you, tell you the story. Yeah. I, I just... Oh, this is so exciting. I got to introduce everyone. Bridget, reading your comments. Let us know where you're watching from. If you're at the State Fair, uh, tell us, tell the people at the booth what you think of uh, this show and running the dials. Dawson, we call him Mr. Deep State. Yep. I'm All here. Right. Uh, my, my camera isn't working. Uh, William is currently zooming in. At William is zooming in. Okay. Let me get the story out of the way. Yep. We are uh, arriving to like put some supplies in the booth, 745-ish, and we're about to take a left, right? by uh, an underwood right by the fair booth and i look and i go oh that's tim walls i mean i was minutes away from being at the booth while he walked by the dump (laughs) biden booth wouldn't that have been great because he's just been going on air lately saying biden's doing a great job we need to rally behind biden so that's tim walls our wonderful governor of minnesota mr lockdown king all right, do we have William for live from the State Fair right now? Um, so let me bring up what I see of him right now. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't know this is about to happen. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. Gosh. What is he he does, does, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? He doesn't know that he's live right now. <laughs> well, we can't even hear you, William. Oh, wait, now i got to put my headset on. Can you hear me now? I can hear Yeah, we Okay, can, can, can I hear sure William? <laughs> yeah. William, can you hear me? Yes, kind of. Is Loud this a, of. this is like tech? This is like the worst spot you could possibly be in right now, with a. <laughs> At least I'm doing it, Jake. There you go. A shirt like waving on your head and inside the booth. They can't even see the beautiful booth. Can we? Uh, are I, we? There's not a lot of great spots for this. I mean, the booth is busy. Well, that's a good problem to have. Oh. Hey. Now, now what happened? We did we just lose William? No, nope. actually. By the way, we're desperately needing a uh, cameraman. If you if you're a cameraman, <laughs> let us know. We'd love to bring on your services. I, I don't really Is that for real? Oh, there's William. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, look, oh. William's got to be like ejectable traits. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's uh. By the way, for those that don't watch normally, this is uh, Mr. Straight Laced William. We call him the bland, blonde, bland, the bland <laughs> Matt Walsh, the blonde Matt Walsh. <laughs> No kidding. Yeah. Oh, no, a lot of people here watch the show. It's great. That's awesome. Uh, tell us how things are going. It's great. Uh, yeah, we're giving away a lot of fans. We're probably halfway through our box of fans. Uh, let me grab Poor William. Like, I feel so bad for William right now. He's got to <laughs> juggle all this stuff. <laughs> I feel like you're making fun of me. I can't really. I was not making fun of you. I was uh, appreciating your hard work there, William. Oh, okay, sure. We got that. We sold a couple of these T-shirts too. Well, more than a couple. I was gonna say a couple. We're really screwing up if we only sold a couple. Yeah, I'm having trouble hearing you, guys. This this laptop only goes so loud. Rest assured, we are at the fair. Uh, Cheese curds and mini donut beer included. It's great. Uh, let me ask you this, William. We're about to get into the debate from last night. What um, what are people saying? We got a little bit of a poll going on. When they sign the petition, they get four kernels. They could put the kernels in a bucket. 
by the way, that's from uh, our cheese balls that we uh, emptied yesterday. Uh, first of all, can we get a shot of the polls right now, the unofficial poll? Is it possible? Yeah, I'm worried I'm going to lose connection with you guys. Oh, maybe we're fine. So, here. Uh, oh, this know. apparently is not going to work. I don't know what the hell Zoom all right. is. All right, well, uh, William, we do you not want – yeah, we do not want you to move. I guess at this point, we're gonna we're gonna okay. lo- we're gonna lose you. Give us give us your take. What what's going on with the polls? Be honest. Tell tell us exactly what people are saying. And don't just well, say everyone loves Trump. DeSantis. This is the Trump pocket. Uh, uh, that's the most popular. We didn't we didn't see we didn't see that. Vivek is third most popular. So uh, who is number two? Uh, DeSantis. Okay, DeSantis. Now, when I was there, there was a couple of people asking about Nikki Haley. Are you still getting that? Yeah, we, we had someone who was very upset that we didn't have Nikki Haley. I, we've gotten a lot of Nikki Haley supporters here, so I'm, I'm surprised to say the least. Okay, and we didn't have a bucket for her earlier, so we got a bucket heading out there with uh, Maga Jesse, who should be in route. Um, what else can you tell us about the, the booth so far? We're only four hours into the booth. Not a long time. Actually, do you want to be on the show? We're, we're doing a live Zoom call. Yeah, bring him on the show. Who is it? Uh, it's Lisa. Well, Lisa. One of the Lisa's we have working today. We, we love Lisa's. I'm not going to force anyone to be on here who doesn't want to. But I feel like there's uh, a yeah. I feel like there's a height. Di- oh, did she not want to come on the show? It's it's yeah. There's a there's a lot going on here. So <laughs> Bridget wants Lisa, the other Lisa, to come on the show. Are there two Lisas working right now? She, she's, Lisa H. She's what? She well, works the crowds really. By the well. way, we we lost the comment section behind you, Bridget. I don't know. Uh, Guys, well, yeah, we lost you there, William. What was that? Dawson's gonna have to fix. This is. I heard the, that you lost me. This what? is probably the best TV ever. Yeah, this is riveting. This, this is, is like, so amazing. This is William, you I'm go focus on that booth. You're doing a good job. We'll solve the okay, tech issues. You. It wouldn't be the first day at the Brad fair. Brad wants to know what the deal is with the t-shirt. To set this thing up. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you take care. <laughs> All right. Well, good thing I was at the fair this morning. I could kind of give my own personal perspective of it. There was definitely some <laughs> Nikki Haley people asking. You know, I always notice that William is like always the extreme. Like, uh, we, we have a lot of people asking for Nikki Haley. There's like two. Two or three? That sounds but about right. It was noticeable. They were asking, you know, that she was the only one that didn't have a jar that they were asking about. I'll put it that way. And mm-hmm. so, more, it seems like coming out of the Republican debate last night, Nikki Haley destroyed last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what was so, I mean, this is the read I had. We talked about, we did a live stream. What to you was so important about Vivek's uh, performance? Well, I like he doesn't pull any punches. You know, I just listened to him on the way in today and. He's on uh, Clay and Travis this morning or this afternoon, and, and he's like, I'm talking about a 75% cut in headcount within the federal government. Mm-hmm. And I hear stuff like that and go, hell yeah. Like, I love his revolution talking point. It doesn't probably sit well with a ton of people because it sounds a little extreme. But And plus, if he's going to say revolution, it's got to be a big part of his campaign. Last I checked, that wasn't his big calling. Like yeah, that was a Ron Paul revolution. Right? You got to build that up. Yeah, I think he's trying to build that branding, and he did a good job of it last night. But that's what I was excited to see is the whole Vivek, Ron DeSantis thing. And I thought Ron DeSantis, like, shit the bed. I thought he was terrible. He came across as a total beta male. In the past, I would say 
neither Trump or Ron DeSantis would take the VP slot as much as a lot of people have been saying, well, get mm -hmm. up, give us a Trump DeSantis ticket. I, I think he'd be lucky to get the VP spot. I don't, uh, I, I thought he came across really poorly, way too overly scripted. I thought he was way overly prepared and he just tried to stick to those talking points including his initial statement and then his closing statement. I thought they were totally canned. And then that weird half-cracked smile that just looked so like weird. super nervous. He just looked like he didn't belong up there. He looked yeah. like very uncomfortable. It was so bizarre. And and we – I mean, I couldn't get over that watching it live. It's like we, we commented on it, and then he was starting to answer, and I'm like going back in my head like, what, what did, why did he do that? Yeah. And it's just like there's really right. nothing there. Yeah, right from the get-go, and they – teed up the first question was something about i think the oliver anthony song and they're yeah. asking well yeah. why is this resonating and instead of him addressing the question which isn't entirely unusual in debates right but it was such a softball question for him softball. to tap into that right and he just went into this prepared statement without building any sort of morale no rapport like mm -hmm. it was so robotic and so i actually went to twitter and i rarely do this but i was like looking at twitter for desantis robot i did a search and of course, they're probably all crazy liberals, but oh my gosh, he was getting attacked on Twitter just for being called a robot. And, and Chris Christie was getting quite the attacks after his chat GPT thing, because uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people interpreted that to be a racist comment. So he's getting annihilated. Uh, because he's Indian? Is that yeah. why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I didn't even put that together. Oh, Chris Christie, he just can't win. I heard that part, and that's where his age stood out to me. I was like, yeah, chat GPT, that's the best you can come up with to diss this guy how, how old is chris christie i don't know imagine in the Older 60s than me. he looks 60s yeah, is he so. 60 oh my god is he not 60 because be careful now once again when you say his you age i'm afraid of calling you old well this is the thing like more when we're in like our <laughs> meetings because you know these guys are all in their low 20s They'll say that person's old or something like that, and they're referring to someone in their forties. I'm like, oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> I remember being in my twenties and saying the same thing, and now did you? Now I don't like it. Oh no! <laughs> Do I just forget? Have I forgotten? That's what twenties. Uh, Chris Christie Cream. Um, let's see here. How old he is? What's your guess? Tucker says, take his weight 62. and divide by hundred. Take his weight and divide it by hundred, and that's his age. You say sixty. 62. Um, 60 on the dot. Although mm. uh, he's got a September birthday, so he'll be uh, turning 61. So he's actually 60 and a half. There you go. Um, yeah, I could see that. Which means he was running for president the other time at 52. He's a much younger guy. Um, well, I think personally uh, – Ada Hutchinson is it's a joke it, tr it was Trump saying like why is this guy even running it doesn't make any sense yeah he showed why it doesn't make sense you yes. just got I almost don't think we'll ever utter that guy's name again because he's irrelevant totally agree and I would say the same thing with Burgum on the other end of the podium he was I mean his opening statement was like man I'm from a town from three he was like golly gee shucks you know <laughs> I'm, I'm from a town of 300 people I'm just glad to be here and it's like okay you can step off the stage now like yeah. he just he just didn't resonate with anybody in my mind unless it's his whole goal was I'm going to try to appeal to the tiniest towns in the country, which probably lean red. But, man, I, I was – Bergen was terrible. Asa was terrible. Um, do you want to go right down the line and talk about everybody? I want to go down the line. Oh, we want to yeah. poke your – or 
yeah, poke your brain. Is that the right Pick term? Pick your brain. Pick your brain. Pick I, my brain. You can poke see, I was you. just telling him. I was telling <laughs> I'm, I'm a little underslept right now because we foolishly, the night before the state fair, decided we're going to do a live stream. So, and you didn't invite me. Oh, now your camera's working, huh? Yeah. Well, I, th- I didn't think you would do it, honestly. <laughs> oh, you know? man, I would love to be here and then talk about this. You have an too. open invitation. By the way, the studio's always open to you, Mort. We do have a That's hang. You when can I show up, it's always on. locked. So I- <laughs> no, we'll open it for you. <laughs> I should, I should get you a key. Yeah, I should give him a key. That'd be nice. Uh, it is open to you. So just standing invite so you can never hear him say that bullshit again. Anyhow, my, my head <laughs> hit the pillow probably 11, 11.30 last night. And then you gotta get up and start the fair. Um, so yeah, poke, poke. That's the wrong one. What did? What do I want to say? Pick your brain. Mm, yep. We're no. gonna pick your brain. Not yeah. poke your brain. There you go. It's almost like I've never done TV before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm bringing the William energy in today, and that isn't fair. He did call me <laughs> out like brutal. I'm just being mean to him. <laughs> Let's go to comments here. <laughs> uh, Carl Nelson is here, and she said. Vivek seemed to be the only one who answered from his heart. I loved how he held his hand proud and high and about pardoning Trump. Um, that was an interesting. What do you think about that? Only guy with the hand held high. Well, so they asked a couple things about Trump. If they would still support him or if they would pardon him. And I think he was the only one who raised his hand when they said he would, he would pardon Trump. And DeSantis kind of did one of these half things. and uh, then worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just started talking like, DeSantis and Mike Pence were driving me nuts last night. Pence just wouldn't shut his mouth. And and then I was pissed that I'm not starting with Asa, but since we're talking about this, when they said, well, who here believes in man-made global warming? Raise your hand. And I was like on the edge of my seat going, I want to know. And DeSantis like would not allow it. He just started talking and they let yeah. him talk for like 30 seconds. And then they kind of shut him up. And uh, then Vivek, I thought, hit a home run in my mind on that question. But um, if we go back to the left side of the stage, this Asa Hutchinson guy—is that his name, Hutchinson? A- yeah. yeah. Trump calls him Ada. Oh, he calls him Ada. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't support Trump if he got the nominee or nomination. He made that very clear. Um, this Asa Ada guy, um, <laughs> and I thought he was completely irrelevant. Like I just don't—I don't care about the guy. Not uh, just... not uh, not going to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like if it was the 1988 presidential run, yeah. maybe this guy's in it, but he was just. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> and then if you go, who's the next guy over um, after him? It was Christie, I think. Christie was next, yeah. Yeah, Chris Christie was Chris Christie. like um, Same guy. Yeah, he's Nothing just a new. blowhard. He's a disruptor. <laughs> I, I can kind of appreciate some of that stuff, but... Um, he, he's a good debater. No yeah, he is, and yeah. he's, he's quick-witted, so I can respect that, but... I appreciate him being on stage because it's entertaining. Yeah, but I think, you know, he was just bashing Trump. That's his whole campaign is just... Uh-huh. Trump's terrible, Trump's terrible, and there's already, you know, plenty of Democrats out there doing that. We don't need a Republican nominee Mm -hmm. with that point of view. So he largely got booed a lot of the time, and he had some decent zingers about the chat GTP thing with Vivek and, um, or Vivek, as we know Can I stop you there? You make it sound like the Democrats attack Trump. We don't need any more of that, but there is a contingency inside the Republican ranks that's very much anti-Trump. Yeah, so, I think there's always been this sort of uh, anti-Trump, never-Trump feel, mm-hmm. but that's really not where the people are at. I mean, if the guy still has 50, 60 you know, percent of the, of the of likely primary voters supporting the guy. So, And that's just not going to be a popular thing on that stage. And maybe just to kind of set the whole table, I thought it was genius that Trump didn't show up mm-hmm. because 
they can't attack him, even though they kind of did, but they're going to um, deter Trump supporters. They can't, mm-hmm. they'd be careful how much to attack him. So it was just all of them attacking each other and doing Trump's dirty work. So I thought that was brilliant for him not to show up. And I think the other thing that was brilliant about it was Trump, they're never going to stop Trump from being Trump, even his closest aides. And so his personality is going to come out in these things. And it can be, you know, uh, a personality that a lot of suburban women want nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. So I think now we got the morning after. He's not the one in the media getting all the negative coverage because he wasn't even there. So right. I think he, he prevented himself from doing some damage to himself by not going. And instead, he let them tear each other apart. So See, I thought it was brilliant. I understand that concept. And, you know, listen, there's no risk, basically, to Trump not showing up. Yep. But Trump probably could have been boosted by showing up. That's the thing with him. And he's in the news cycle today. Did you know that? He's in the news cycle. We don't know yet. Uh, you're staying on top of this. But at some point, he's going to turn himself in. Allegedly, it's 2.20 Eastern. I mean... He's not going to go there after five, right? If you go there after five, do they just put you in jail for the night? Is that how that works? Oh. Well, I, I I've think never gotten arrested before. Yeah, none of us have been arrested here, but I think what happens is you you have to go to the court, right? Don't you have to stand in front of a judge? And if that happened in the after hours, I think you're spending the night in jail. Certainly, there's that thing where, like, if you do this on a Friday night, you're going over the weekend. Yeah, when I was doing loss prevention at Mall of America, that was always something that we would tell the guys that we'd bust for shoplifting, that you're going to spend the weekend in jail now because of the time of day. But mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. If you're Donald Trump, are you really going to get tossed in jail overnight? Think, think how much you just dated yourself. You were in loss prevention at the Mall of America. and It you still had, exists. What, and what? No, 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 no. <laughs> Follow me on this one. And you had a threatened jail time. That doesn't happen anymore. Well, yeah, that's very true. Isn't that and very sad, too? And that was a question in the debate last night. I, I was at uh, Sierra Tr- Trading Post, right? Great store. Yeah. Terrible store. You don't like that store? I think it's junk. But go it's ahead. like our kind of stuff, real uh, it's, cheap. It's crappy outdoor gear is what Yeah, I actually, theory. I was literally just arguing with my friend about this the other day, too. I'm like, I don't think it's actual. It has a brand name, but I'm like, I don't think it's the same quality. If you were to actually go to a nice store and buy the brand name. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah but you buy a fraction of the cost. I'm cheap. I get it. I don't know. But you go over to the gear section, right? Well, I don't go there anymore. It's like Marshalls for outdoor gear. They, yeah, it is. It's the same yeah. thing. They sell peak outside or peak refuel uh, freeze-dried meals, like three bucks cheaper than anywhere else. It's a good brand. Oh, yeah. They sell good <laughs> All right, you're not talking me into going there. Oh, my there. gosh. Dave Minnesota says, wait, Mort was a mall cop? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not good. We should. Fair. Former mall cop, uh, Eric Morrison. I worked at Macy's in Old Navy. I wasn't a mall cop. We even made fun of the mall cops. But Yeah. Trading, Sierra Trading Post, I'm in there, and some guy, sketchy, homeless-looking dude, all of a sudden takes off. The sirens go off on the thing. The guys run out of the, out of the um, store, and then they stop. And I watch the guy just casually get on his bike with all these clothes. So dumb. And just take off, and I say to the dude, I'm like, yeah, not much you guys can do these days. And they're like, nope. I guess that does age me because I chased a guy who stole from us at Macy's. I chased him outside of the store, which was kind of a no-no, and grabbed him, and I'm thrown to the ground. And he pulled out a knife and went to stab me. And luckily I saw it the last second and just let him go, and I chased him for quite a while and finally got Bloomington PD out there. But, yeah, I definitely – we did this not have This guy tried stabbing you with a yeah. knife? yeah. 
I've never heard this story, Mort. I've never told you that? No. Yep. Some, some dude tried to stab me over. So this guy got booked Tommy for uh, assault with a deadly something. weapon then? Um. Well, so, I mean, this is kind of a long story, but. Well, I think we got time. This is long <laughs> format, and you just talked about a threatening, a life-threatening event, dude with a knife. That's never happened to me before. All right, well, fine. So <laughs> I let the guy go, and like three days later, the mall cops call me, and they say, hey, we think we found this guy that stole from you guys and pulled this knife, but they wanted somebody to come ID him. And I knew what this guy looked like, so I went down. He was at the at the public transit station, shockingly enough. Yeah, every single person shocker. we busted for shoplifting came in on light rail or the bus. And so I went down there, and it was the guy, and he recognized me, and he bust out these back doors, and I was like, I'm not letting this guy go again. So I go chasing him out the back doors, and I'm trying to keep my distance. I'm all alone, and um, I'm radioing in back to our little base, but, you know, they're shitty walkie-talkies. I, I didn't get very far with them, and so he's running. I'm running. We ran for probably two miles around Bloomington. I'm chasing him so finally, and he, he threatens me. He, the kid <laughs> says, you got to leave me alone or I'm going to call the cops, and I was like, well, holy shit, why haven't I called the cops? So I pulled out my phone, and I called Bloomington PD and kept them posted where we were at. And, and all of a sudden, this PD squad car comes flying down this side street and cuts the kid off, and, and they throw him on the hood of the truck and arrest him. And then I walked back to Macy's. So I don't even know what happened, I guess. Maybe I wrote a report, but this is like 20 years ago. For Macy's? <laughs> so what was he stealing from Macy's? I don't remember what he stole that first day because the second day when I chased him, he hadn't stolen anything. We were just trying to catch him from what he had done previously. Right, but, I mean, somewhere along the way, you put your life at risk for X amount of goods. Dude, it was the craziest thing. Like, at Old Navy, it was very casual. It wasn't confrontational. We mm -hmm. quietly would tell people, let's go back and talk about your unpaid-for merchandise. But at Macy's? That's what they told you to call it? Yeah, Not yeah. Stolen. At Macy's, like my my manager was, man, he'll probably never see this. A nice guy, but he totally had little man syndrome, uh -huh. and he exerted that authority on anybody we would bust. And I remember one time we were following this couple, and we were following them because the people in our office were reviewing the tape to make sure that they actually had stolen this stuff. And once they approved it or you know confirmed. He's like, you grab that one, I'll grab this one, and we're going to throw them against that jewelry case over there. And I was like, well, why do we have to throw these people anywhere? But that's what we did, and he would just talk shit to the people. Like, he would try to almost get in fights with these guys. And I'm like, dude, I don't need to get hurt over, like, a pair of, you know, Pumas. Let's just yeah. actually just take them away quietly. And we would handcuff people on the spot. Like, at Old Navy, we rarely handcuff people. But Macy's – and Macy's, they had just stopped doing chokeholds mm. for private security. Like we were trained, you can't do that anymore. Interesting. It was a wild job. This just sounds so old school, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Bad Hat Harry says the Mall of America security is amazing. The creator of the security program was a guest speaker in, in grad school. Yeah. Interesting. But you weren't, you were just Macy's. Macy's and Old Navy, yep. Why do you say Macy's and Old Navy? Like you, you worked. Well, I worked at Old Navy first and I moved okay. over to Macy's. So you upgraded to Macy's. Big time. <laughs> Actually, Macy's is a crappy, crappy store. Once you work there, it's garbage everywhere. It is not this really nice store that it's made out to be. What's going on? I don't know. I can't hear him. The remote's by the phone. Just the remote? You, you want it? Oh. Turn off the TV. By the way, if you're not, if you haven't gotten to stay fair, dump Biden off. Uh, what do we call these things? Fancy. I really shouldn't be doing a show right now. I can't even think. That's how bad my brain is.
Let's get more of your opinion on the debate. Obviously, this thing's not working upstairs. Get your fans at the State Fair today and T-shirts, $25 T-shirts. Don't bite. And we are super popular. As you can see, like, I couldn't even get a hold of uh, William for about an hour and a half. Finally got a break. I tried feeding them cheese curds. I thought they'd be fine, but apparently that wasn't enough. Um, I should have frequented the uh, coffee shop right behind it. Awesome coffee place, and the owners kind of like what we – Anchor Coffee. Is the booth called. still in the same place? No. You didn't know oh, that? We no. got Oh, you'll appreciate this. They moved their booth this year because the crowds were too big last year. It was disrupting the trolley service, which we all knew, right? Yeah. That was yeah. a big issue. So they wanted to move our booth. So they put us right by where Tim Walls is. Oh. But he's not there this year because he's a coward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you're just further down the road. We're just further down the road on yep. Underwood Street. But better further down the road, like towards the crowds. Yep. Like there's a lot more people where we were this morning. Anyhow, Vivek, uh, I can't remember where we left off. I think you were going through the list. Yeah, I was just going left to right. Yeah. You know, Oss is a joke. He's not going anywhere. He probably wouldn't even be up there in September. Chris Christie is just the blowhard. Um, it makes it interesting. There's no doubt about that. But then you get to Mike Pence. I think is the next and Mike Pence was annoying. It, you could tell that everybody up there was trying to be the next Trump and have some assertiveness and, and sort of be a bit of a bully. Well, especially Pence trying to be bit. assertive for the first time ever. Exactly. Right? That's yeah. what made it so comical. He just would not stop talking. Even Brett bear was like, can you just shut up? Yeah. Can we, can you just be <laughs> quiet so we can ask questions? Um, and I thought one of the funniest parts to me was when um, Mike Pence you know, this old, white, stiff, boring politician is trying to spar with Vivek Ramaswamy. Like, that was hilarious to me because Vivek's, like, laughing everything off. Like, he's, he was Teflon. Everything was bouncing off of him. He's young. He's fresh. He's energetic. And for Mike Pence to, like, try to instigate something with, with someone like with uh, Vivek, mm-hmm. it just looked terrible. So um, Pence had his one joke that was actually funny that he said, well, everybody in Washington, D.C. should take a competency test, which, you know, it got some laughs from the crowd. But yeah. um, I don't think he's, you know, gaining support, Mike Pence, from last night at all. Um, he, in fact, he got booed quite a lot by the crowd. Um, and then who's next then? Uh, it was Pence. Haley oh, DeSantis. Oh, yeah, DeSantis was that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I was so looking forward to DeSantis, but mm-hmm. – Utter disappointment. He Do you was, feel like he needed to actually perform? That yeah, I he think there was a ton of pressure yeah. on him. Like, he has been in this default number two spot for so long. Right. And he's been losing ground for months now to people like Vivek. And he just, in my mind, even though I'm hearing people on the radio saying they thought he did great, I thought he did terrible. He was. People think. He, DeSantis did great. Oh yeah, just listening to Clay Travis on the way down. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, DeSantis was great, and and uh, Nikki Haley was great in his mind, and of course Vivek. But I thought he was overly prepared, and he was just sticking to these talking points. He had that awkward smile. That he, how do you not, how can you not even smile sincerely? Was what I was. Can you find that video for us, Dawson? Um, we have a twenty dollars rumble rant from K Wall for life. Oh, thank you, K Wall. That's it. No, no, no comment. Oh, sorry. It says cheers. They usually just say <clears> cheers. Well, thank you. I was feeling like, am I? Are we even get a rumble rant? I hadn't, didn't bring my A game today. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> it really means a lot to me. What's that? What video did you want? Uh, just type in YouTube like DeSantis smile debate smile. It was so got to be there. Awkward. It was so weird. 
Yeah, I think we need to do a breakdown of that, right? Tucker's blaming the beer for your... Your I had one beer. By the way, Howenstein, you ever had a Howenstein beer? Nope. So Tucker, a big fan of the show, loves Howenstein. He says, yeah. we're looking for the non-woke beer. That's what he recommended. So we, did they leave a bottle here? Yeah, oh bottle caps and bottles. <laughs> William, William, William. Somebody left a He left two bottles beer, right down there. The beer has character. Somebody, somebody left a Cliff Bar wrapper with like a hunk of Cliff Bar left in it. <laughs> In my Were my studio. kids in this room last night? I know. What kind of savages <laughs> do we have around here? Not that they drink beer, but the rappers. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was starting to wonder about your kids there. <laughs> Brad Gander wants seven t-shirts, so he's asking if he can rumble rant for t-shirts. Uh, Don't rumble rant for a t-shirt, um, Brad. You really do want seven? What are you, equipping your whole family? He's got five <laughs> kids, two adults. Do you really? Brad, uh, message me afterwards. I don't want to do them on rumble rants. Because Rumble's gonna take some of that take. Yep. So. Oh yeah. I think it's a nice like platform for a show stuff, but not for uh, t-shirts. Um, yeah. Call me. Call me or text me afterwards. We'll we'll settle that business. I'm I'm looking for this clip. It was his closing arguments, right? Yeah. It looks looks like a lot of the videos have it cut out. Um, wow. the, oh, that's a shame. The beginning smile. But Tucker I'm, says DeSantis sounded like a typical politician last night. Yeah, that's why I was so disappointed. He had some fiery moments. But it just sounded so rehearsed and so scripted and that weird smile. Then, of course, that his closing statement when they were like, you know, Mr. DeSantis, you're up. And he just is staring at the camera for like a second or two. Well, if we're going to talk about typical politicians, Tim Scott, right? Oh, Tim Scott, I thought was really bad. I mean, that he needed to have a performance last night. And he was the typical dull, bored, boring, dry um, and Nikki Haley kind of just dismantled him really quickly by saying, mm -hmm. you voted for all this spending. Right after he said, how, how he tried to right. tout his fiscal conservativeness, she's like, you voted for like $5 trillion in spending. What are you talking about? Right. And, um, you could tell he just wasn't prepared to handle something like that. Yeah. He's like, Nikki Haley's coming after me? What yeah. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. DeSantis, I thought, was a You know, another thing that got me, I, I think you were watching the live stream, but twice DeSantis says, and I was embedded or I was with Navy SEALs overseas. I was like, what I heard him say it here. once, and then I was watching your live and and then the debate. But I ended up pausing the debate, and you guys were ahead of it, so I ended up stop watching the live and because I didn't want to find out what was being said. But so I only heard it once. Yeah, he said and twice. I was like, wait, I thought this guy was a marine. No, he was, was a jag officer, Navy jag officer. And oh, he I think he worked maybe in Iraq with Navy SEALs in terms of legal work. But the way it came across, at least the insinuation was like, I'm, I'm there. We're kicking down doors with Navy SEALs. Sounds badass, right? Yeah. A little different story. I was like, that's kind of us. And he, that's thing. so unnecessary for him to try to stake that, you know, kind of stolen valor, if you right. will. Or the guy, he served. He's been a great governor. I wish he was our governor. He's got plenty of stuff to talk about. He doesn't need to embellish his, his uh, right. record. I mean, I, I get it. It's kind of hard, you know, when you don't have a great one, but. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, well, it's like the old Tim Walls thing. Tim Walls saying, yeah, I was a sergeant major. Well, a lot of sergeants major don't like him saying that because he didn't go to school. He was only conditionally promoted. He won't retire at that rank, you know. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of issues with that. Uh, I want to talk about, let's see, I was going to talk about Trump. Where did my notes go here? Um. Oh, the Tucker interview. Did you get a chance to see this? Mm -mm. Did you watch it? Mm -mm. Okay. So, so, and I don't have clips for you guys. I didn't have time to put the clips together. 
It's fascinating. I'm going to maybe do this on the fly as we talk about it. But at one point, Tucker asked about, well, they have now got four indictments against you. It's not working. You know, of course, this is just right in Trump's hand. Like, yeah, it's clearly not working. He's like, the only thing left for them to do is kill you. Are you worried about being assassinated? That's literally what he asked him. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, yeah, when you really think about the the way things have gone, they like it seems not even controversial now that Twitter and Facebook got rid of the president of the United States of America. They cut him off their social media platforms. Remember when that happened? They're like, this is a bad president. This shouldn't happen. You know, we should allow him to have speech. ISIS is on on Twitter. But they're like, no, it's too damaging. It's like that doesn't even seem controversial these days, right? Because now they got four indictments against them. So what are your thoughts on this? Like, see this polarization of America, this gra- this gradual thing where they're now indicting him. What's the next step? I, I don't know what the next step is. I mean, I, we were talking about this before uh, this morning, but I just don't care. I don't care about these indictments. Um, obviously, it's news. It's never happened. It's historic. But if you cast that wide vision, they've been doing it to him for eight years. That's been the objective of the media, the elitists, is get rid of this guy. So when I say I don't care, it's just that it's no surprise. Like, I have a hard time even seeing this as news. Like, it's newsworthy he's going to get arrested today. But if you cast that wider vision, to me the headline is uh, Deep State comes after Trump. And it's like, yeah, all right, that's been happening for almost a decade. And when this probably doesn't work, then they'll find something else. And that's an interesting question that Tucker asked him because – um, I don't know. What what else could they do to the guy? They keep upping the ante and nothing's working. Um, so maybe they Jeffrey Epstein him. Who, who knows? Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because that was the next place this thing went. I was just trying to go to uh, Trump's true social. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's, too, it's too precious today. Can you zoom in on that? He is having too much fun. Here he is with a mass DeSantis in his kind of beta-looking oh stance. <laughs> I mean, Trump, <laughs> yeah, and there's another, like, you can't. Is that a re- that's crazy. Oh, man, this is, you got to leave this Trump, like, uh, I don't even know what the video is here, but he's he's just relentless against DeSantis, DeSantis, as he calls him. I'm not zooming in anymore. You lost your chances. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God, another, another mass one. I'm trying to, like, Trump... Trump is like basically living on true social. I'm trying to find this damn video because he had a 10 minute segment because otherwise it's a 46 six minutes. You're looking for a funny DeSantis video? No, no, no. The uh, Trump interview, the, the okay. little teaser. Let's so, go to some comments here as I'm looking well, for I've this. Well, got, I've got a funny DeSantis video. Okay. okay. I, I had to go to our thing because it's freaking nowhere else. Um, this is from yesterday's stream. Oh, I didn't even think that we could do that. Here we go. <laughs> that cheesy Say smile. Say something. <laughs> That's this so fake. What that? We will send Joe Biden back to his basement that was weird. and we will reverse the decline of this country. I'm a blue collar kid. I work minimum wage that was jobs really weird. to be able to make mm-hmm. Okay, stop it there. I mean, it seemed more weird last night, but that's probably because the whole mood of the thing. But it still is a little weird. He's, It's like he didn't hear it. Wasn't he the last guy? Yeah. Yeah. So what was he waiting for? His that is so bizarre. I know. That's why I, I just so unimpressed from that guy from last night and these last several months. Um, 
he looked like a total robot and he sounded like it and just so disappointing from a guy that he has a great record I wish he was our governor but man he just he's not ready for that stage it seems that's my take yeah I, I never saw this one coming okay I did find the video I'm gonna send this to you Dawson we're just gonna have to find this on the fly because I'm glad you brought up Epstein uh one second uh subject Trump Trump Tucker um Brad Ganser says I feel for Trump's safety and Bad Hat Harry says I've thought this thought about that Tucker question secretly for some time I'm amazed honestly too like when you think about it you're like why wouldn't they just take him out rather than go through the, I mean oh I got another theory the, I don't know like I, they I must got, have tried at some point well there's a w what's worse than killing the person Oh, yeah, we, you told me this. That's family. right, messing with their family. Oh, the family. Because if there's yeah, one thing true. Trump loves, it's his family, right? And that's all they got to do. Like, Trump's 77. You know, at some point, I assume in your yeah. life, you're like, I've had a good you life. Don't care if you go. You know, I want to keep going, but there might be, you know, if, if we need to do this, right? But if you mess with someone's family, boy, you really got them, don't you? Yeah, and I don't see them... <sighs> backpedaling so long as he shows political aspirations they're just going to keep coming after him it's uh, i'm sure if he decided he was not going to run for office a lot of this stuff would just fall to the wayside right and that's what he always alleges he's also on true social i mean it's ridiculous just it, you got to go to true social and look at this i mean it doesn't stop but he's praising vivek says this answer gave Vivek Ramaswamy a big win in the bait because of a thing called truth. Thank you, Vivek, which I think is probably him explaining that uh, he would pardon Trump, the only one on stage. Okay, let's uh, let's tune into this thing. I think uh, we're just this is gonna be messy, but let's kind of zoom ahead here. I think we're gonna be probably three minutes in. Let's try that. If the protest didn't work, you got oh no no no. Because people understand it. So, wait, so that, can, can I just ask right you away, I forgot. the original question? So if the protest didn't work, you got elected anyway. Yeah. Impeachment didn't work twice, obviously. Um, indictment is not working. Your poll numbers go up. When they raided Mar-a-Lago in August yeah. of last year, your numbers went up. Um, they can indict you 20 times, and it's not gonna, you're not going to lose the Republican primary because of that. Well, so it like makes it look even more ridiculous. I mean, the four indictments, and maybe there'll be more. I don't know. These people are crazy. But they're counterproductive. So if you chart it out, it's an escalation, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So what's next? After, you know, try to put you in prison for the rest of your life, that's not working. So, like, don't they have to kill you now? I, th I think the people of our country uh, don't get enough credit for how smart they are. I, and I, I'm not sure I would have said this 10 years ago, but they get it. You know, they yeah. really get it. When somebody gets indicted, your poll numbers go down. When somebody gets <laughs> indicted, you announce, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be leaving to spend time with my family and to fight for the rest of my life on this stuff. But you're out of politics. I got indicted four times. All trivia, nonsense, bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> it's horrible when you look and, and you look at what they're doing. Uh, the boxes hoax. I'm covered by the Presidential Records Act. I'm allowed to do exactly. All right, pause that. right there, real he's quick. Not covered, and this he's this is actually a really fascinating point. Like, just think about any politicians that's ever been indicted almost any time ever. Their poll numbers go down, and he only goes up. And I remember the first one where they were in New York, which no one even talks about the New York case anymore, mm -hmm. right? That was the first one. It's just like, what's going to happen after this? And I think he had a little bump, but now it's just like he's surging.
And none of us saw this stuff coming, right? And I don't know if the Democrats saw it coming. They thought this is all we got to do to take care of Trump. And clearly then, as Tucker's alluding to, you have to escalate this thing anymore. And what do you escalate to at this point? Like, Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, that <laughs> seems like it would be it. But uh, it, it's crazy to be talking about this. So Wait, I'm casual. just reporting the news. This is what Tucker's doing. This is news. That's what I'm reporting on. And then we were commentating on it so i just think it's sad that this is even being discussed on someone like a tucker carlson donald trump like these are two huge figures mm-hmm. in our society and and they're just talking about are they gonna kill you like that's that blows my mind right he should say right now i'm not suicidal i have no plans to kill mm-hmm. myself by the way uh vladimir putin's uh, uh big opponent in the wagner group did you see uh apparently his plane wasn't very secure and that went down you remember the coup attempt on Putin? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The guy that led, uh, I can't think of the guy's name right now, uh, but led the the Wag- Wagner group. Uh, his plane went down. The guy died. Oh, really? <laughs> Shock- shocker. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's continue this on. Because he asked about Epstein, and I want your response. You haven't seen this, right? I the, thought, no, I, I couldn't find the, I was trying to watch this on the way home last night. I couldn't find the interview. Because uh, I thought it was on Twitter spaces, and it is. And I don't know why I didn't see it when I was leaving. So I found this on his true social, and it's a teaser. And I don't remember this part being in the 42-minute interview or whatever that was. So um, if you go to his true social, you'll find this segment. So let's keep, keep playing. He asked him about Epstein. It's interesting. 25 times the number of boxes. And he's got him stored in Chinatown. He's got him stored in a flimsy garage underneath his Corvette. Uh, at Penn, and by the way, at Penn, he gets millions of dollars. China pays this guy millions of dollars. See, I think he's the most corrupt president we've ever had, and he also has the distinction of being the most incompetent. And I believe both. I mean, he's both incompetent and corrupt. So and I, I actually believe he's compromised because China knows so much about him. They know where the money comes from. They know where it is, who paid it, and they probably paid it. Well, they do pay Penn, and he gets a you know, a million dollars. I think it takes $999,000 because, you know, keeps it a little bit under a million, like by a dollar. <laughs> but he, in many ways, is a Manchurian candidate. We have a Manchurian candidate, and he's afraid to tell Russia to get out of Cuba. He's afraid to tell China to get out of Cuba. He's afraid. China now is building, think of this, China's building military installations in Cuba. The Cuban population of Miami is not too happy because they're never going to be able Did to Did you know that? That was the first time I heard you that. You don't even no, hear about it. And the worst culprit yeah, is I've never the, heard press, of it. the media because uh, normally, you know, when I first heard that, I, that China's building installations in Cuba, and installations means military installations, okay. You know, they said just some communication. They did that on the islands with Japan. They took the island. They started this massive construction. And they told everybody, including the Japanese, the Japanese have to be very careful. They I think told Tucker's just like, this guy is so is interesting to listen to. They're going to build a housing The way his brain works. And I He's said, just all over the, the place. The runway is 20,000 feet long. You know, private jets need <laughs> 4,000 feet. They don't need 20,000 feet. The big ones need 20,000 feet. They don't even need 20. And it's I like, how did we get to the subject? That's <laughs> the largest runway ever built, both in width and length. For housing development, there's nobody that has a plane that big <laughs> that uh, that you would have a runway that that's uh, that's why that's is China testing. allowed to conduct imperialism in our hemisphere? 
Well, yeah, and it's far beyond Cuba. It's all over South America. Yeah, the Caribbean. So we built a thing called the Panama Canal. We lost all right, uh, fast forward a little bit here. Mosquito, you know, malaria. You take a look at the Panama Canal. It was Keep going. And they'll get out. If I'm president, they'll get out. Because I had a very good relationship with President Xi, but he respected this country. He respected me. And he'll get out. And we can't let them run the Panama Canal. We <laughs> built the Panama Canal. Should have never been given to oh, Panama. Gosh. We should have had it. But we gave it for one dollar. Think of it. They quadrupled in one day. They lifted the fees, which are, you know, pretty big for these massive ships to go through, right? Rather than going around the Cape and all the tremendous storms, such beauty. All right, fast forward a little bit. Yeah. I mean, why don't they want voter ID? There's only one reason they don't want voter ID, because they want to cheat. I mean, this, who doesn't okay, keep want... going. You know, the time you have mail-in ballots, you're going to have massive cheating. A little cheating. bit more. And now for 10 minutes. The unhappiest part is the next hour, because you're petrified that you're not going to be fined to another charger. People... I'm saying if people look at I'm Tucker's is like this is a fine. crazy interview. They're fine. But if people want to buy a gasoline car or a hybrid, hybrids are pretty good actually. But they should be allowed to buy. They don't want to do any of this. So right now, California's in a big brownout because the grid is a disaster. The grid all over the country sort of. All right, a let's see if we get. It's got to be the last segment. They I'm sorry, I don't remember this from last night. In the house. They don't want you to have. It's there. It's got a. Go wherever it goes into the oceans, whatever. I don't. Think it's not so. like a big problem well, now. In some how am I misremembering this? I. How am I mis? See, this is it. I'm underslipped. It must be in the 42-minute segment. Okay, so I apologize for wasting your time there. He eventually goes from that thing about escalation to Epstein. He asked Trump, and the reason I wanted to do this on the video because I don't want you to take my word for it. Listen to Trump himself, but Trump basically thinks that Epstein killed himself. I was like, what? Are you serious? I don't know how he can think that. I don't know anybody but he, could I remember that part. that part. actually watching part of that, but he said, I don't know. I know Technically, he said he, I know he, he, said said he didn't know. know, but it's like, you don't know? You kind of know, though, don't you? Well, he doesn't know. I think, didn't Tucker ask him who exactly killed? It's something like that. So. Dawson, can you search for it? Is that is that something you could, can I get you looking for that? Maybe, maybe it's on Rumble it. or something. I, I hate to take this out of context because I thought it was kind of an interesting conversation. Certainly, our audience all believes Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, it right? Looks like, it looks like we have an arrest time for Trump. Do we? We got an update on that? Well, it's on his true social, so take it with a grain of Trump salt, I guess. But <coughs> You're saying it's, it's um, not true? It's on, it's true on truth. He tr if he truthed it out, it's true. 7.30 p.m. is arrest time. 7.30 p.m.? Oh, wow. I assume that's talking about EST. 231,000 or 231 million views and still counting. The biggest video on social media ever. More than double the Super Bowl, but please excuse me. I have to start getting ready to head down to Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> where murder and other violent crimes have reached levels ne never seen before to get arrested by radical left low-life district attorney Fannie Wills for a perfect phone call and having the audacity to challenge a rigged and stolen election. The evidence is irrefutable. Arrest time: 7:30 p.m. That sounds like a that sounds like a late night stream to me. Folks. Oh my God, Dawson. Yeah, can that's we? right. Can we do this? Smart. The whole world's already covering this. Why yeah. would you want to I cover actually, it? I actually like, can't do it tonight, unfortunately. But why? Why can't you do it? Why? Because I have a date. You have a <laughs> date. And I missed yesterday's date, and I can't do that again. We met her. Why don't you just invite? She obviously, she, I'm sure you went home, and she's like, 
Jeez, that guy. I went, I went home and fell asleep. It was 11. I know, but she at some point during the day, she's like, you got the coolest boss in the world. All these other dudes around the office, cool dude. No? She didn't think that way? Mm. Um, I put a clip in there that's 46 seconds long. That is his answer. Did you? Can you send it to Dawson? Email I put it in the Truth Hurts, but I don't know if that format can put, play. Put it in the Truth. Uh, okay. Look okay. at the uh, note sheet. Um. No, it's not in there. Do you have but access to the? Yeah, but it takes me a second to pull it up. Huh? Oh no, I won't be able to get it from there. Uh, what was I saying now? Oh, so we can't do the stream tonight because no. you got a date. All right. Yeah. Do I need to respect that? I guess I'll respect this date in life. I will. I mean, I, I, I think your thing is all about talking about things that nobody else is talking. That's about. fair. And the whole That's world, true. every media outlet in the world, is going to talk about it. So. I think we'll all just play a drinking game at home tonight. I, my, my. <laughs> If I had money on it, I would say that the video would be him walking from one place to another and then... No, they're again. allowing cameras in the courtroom. So for the first time, we actually get good coverage. But what are this. they doing in the courtroom? Are they just reading him his charges or something? Yeah, but remember, they in the past, they've said, then he stood or stared down Jack Smith. And that's just the recount. Now we actually get to see what does he do. We get to see him look at somebody. Maybe we should stream. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, come on. There's a lot in the look, right? What are you getting out of this look right now? I don't know. Fair enough. We won't stream it. Did you get that, Bridget? No. We got to get up early anyhow, Bridget. We got to... Uh, you're, you're doing the shift I tomorrow, know. aren't you? Are Bridget's, you going to? Bridget, well, I figured I better get it started, right? Yeah, and then you can drop me off and I don't have to figure out parking. Exactly. I'll drop <laughs> you off and then pick you up. I got to pick up William at 3 anyhow today. He's going to be like... Basement... Oh, Go ahead. What's the basement? (laughs) (laughs) If you guys want to see Bridget, she'll be at the state fair booth tomorrow. Um, He congratulated Dawson and asked, what's his name? Oh, Oh, ouch. Which Uh, is um, Dawson. I can confirm it is a woman. uh, (laughs) And I can confirm that he's had a lot of women interested in him. Why not? Smart guy. Getting super buff. I mean... The That's biggest true. arm, the lady's charm. What is there not to like about Dawson Grimm, okay? Now, sounds like this one girl is kind of sticking. So, I mean, look, he's he's willing to have a date. You were going to do a date last night with her. You, you, you cared so much about, you know, giving the audience what they want. And so you called off the date. She was super cool. She came here to the studio. They came in the studio for some reason and got on camera. I don't, I don't want to ask any more questions. A lot of cheese balls were missing, but no more questions <laughs> in the out. No, she, she brought she brought Chipotle. We had a lot of food in here yesterday, by the way. Chipotle and Canes. God. Oh, those are that's a good combo. It was a good combo. <clears throat> no panda, huh? No panda um, yesterday. Yeah. Bad Hat Harry says, remember this. Some people have, who have certain clearances with some information, when put on the spot for an opinion, can't create one. So they'll say, I don't know. Referring to Trump. Bad Hat Harry. So, so, <laughs> so what are you saying? Trump would get I, indicted for a fifth time for revealing classified information on Jeffrey Epstein was killed. Now, by the way, if Jeffrey Epstein's death was classified, that's bullshit, right? That's absolute bullshit. We need to know this stuff. But I it's think not classified. Uh, he he killed himself. Remember? Yeah, we we, uh, we know that. We d- we all know that it was concluded. I mean, the cameras turned off and they fell asleep. The guards fell asleep. Yeah. I mean, surprise, surprise. By the way, it's not so easy just off president trump because he's got you know well, uh, secret, secret service, service right yeah yeah so it, we, we say they'll just kill you but that's not easy to do Beth but might, you um, also can get into a federal penitentiary and kill someone 
Um, Beth Moy here says, word has it Trump may not post bail and force them to arrest him. Tucker says, Dan Bongino was recommending that. Yeah, for the politics of it. Imagine mm. Trump spending a night in jail. I mean, that would be insane. What and would, Secret Service would be there. What would a Trump jail look like, though? I There's know. no way it's just like your old-timey jail cell. Well, apparently this jail cell is like not very like the rumor on the in the area it's like kind of shitty area yeah fox news this morning they had a reporter's claim that <clears throat> this fulton county jail is known to be a, a dangerous place and the reporter said this is unbelievable he said one of the inmates was recently eaten alive by bed bugs oh my god <laughs> and the, you know like brian kilmeade and whoever the other guy is and um uh they were like just puzzled like what wait say that again <laughs> somebody was eaten alive by bed bugs like georgia's fulton county has reached a settlement with the family of a man who died in a bed bug infested cell in the county's jail psychiatric wing the family's well that's what will stick that? trump yeah. <laughs> the family's lawyer said thursday the family's attorneys previously said that Le- sean thompson was eaten alive by bed bugs what the hell does that even mean it's probably he died of bed bugs but he actually died with some bed bug bites just Thompson, like 35, died, died in September, three months after he was so into the Fulton County <laughs> Jail in Atlanta. Attorneys Ben Crump, oh, look at that, Ben Crump is on that case. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Thompson's death gained attention in April after Harper released photos of his face and body covered in insects. What? What? That's gnarly. That's, well, I have to see the uh, pictures. <laughs> We won't be showing that on the stream for you, you queasy-bellied ones. What does that mean, eaten alive by bed bugs? What could that? I've ever even seen a bed bed bug, but wouldn't you just like flick them off? Harper shared disturbing photos. (laughs) I'm looking at the. Oh, yuck! Oh well, uh, you guys can go check these out. They are on Facebook. Nice. That's pretty disgusting. That's gnarly. Wow. Okay. That's something I didn't need to see today, but interesting. I'm not going to show you guys. where Trump might be tonight. And I did just read that uh, he renegotiated the bail to Mm -hmm. $100,000. Maybe that's what the delay was. Maybe they were – I don't know how you negotiate your bail. I never – I mean, lawyers do that, I guess. Yeah. I was watching CNN before we went live to see because Lord knows they're going to be covering this thing, and, and they just reported that. Yeah, we we actually looked at CNN first and found out they weren't covering as much as NBC. Do we have this Jeffrey Epstein clip, the Trump clip on that? Talk Did to, you talk to, to Bridget about that. Bridget? Uh, no, because I had to do this whole roundabout way to get it in there because it's on Telegram. So I don't remember my Telegram password and stuff, and I'd have to get into it on my desktop. Um. Okay. God, so I, f- I feel bad not watching this, but I won't stall anymore. Um. We got to talk about this last story here. Uh, this is interesting. A article, pull up the letter. This is uh, from August of 2021, although this didn't actually get released until recently. Um, yeah, do you see the hyperlink to the letter, though, Dawson? It's a, it's a PDF. There you go. So this is a series of emails. This was, a, I think it was a FOIA request. And um, this is a letter, scroll down to page four from um, a bunch of, I guess you would uh, scroll up a little bit, look for page one of five. This is from Dr. Osterholm, Michael 
I'm sorry. Yeah, Michael Osterholm and a bunch of other people you would consider experts in infectious disease and um, and whatever else you want to call it. Uh, epidemiologist mm -hmm. Natisha Chida. Um, where the hell is all? This? Oh no, that's who they were sending it to. Uh, you got to go to the bottom to see all the people that were on this. We have a bunch of PhDs. Um, do, 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 do. Bear with me here. Oh, here we go. Um, Michael Osterholm, Lisa Brousseau, Kevin Escandon. That's uh, these are four first four are University of Minnesota. Then we got Gregory Bix, which is Tulane University. Angela Rasmussen, PhD, University of Saskatchewan. Chad Roy, PhD in Tulane. And Seskia Pupeshu, George Mason University. All infectious disease. Now let's go back to the top. This is to somebody at the CDC. And let me just paraphrase this letter. You can go check it out yourself. But it's basically, we urge you to address serious errors on the website, quote, masks and face coverings for the public, end quote, on the COVID-19 Real-Time Learning Network hosted by Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Infectious Disease Society of America. They go on to basically state that cloth masks don't work. And that's even damaging when you encourage people to wear cloth masks because it does one really major thing. You lose the public's trust in the science. This is November of 2021. Now, at that point, let's see, November 2021, I think Ostrom is still in the Biden administration's task force on COVID. Yeah, definitely was. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And before predating this, I remember talking about this in the 2020 campaign. Dr. Michael Osterholm from University of Minnesota put a video out of him sitting in his own office on YouTube saying that, you know, cloth masks aren't going to do anything. Mask mandates aren't going to do anything. And, and, of course, then he joins the Biden administration and he publicly changes his tune, but apparently privately is sending these emails around and, um, it, it's it, the fact that anybody's even talking about going back to mask mandates now is that college in Atlanta saying they're doing it. Um, I'm hearing like medical spaces are looking at getting back right, into right it. Right here in Minnesota, uh, schools are talking yeah. about it. Um, they're selling supplies idiotic. everywhere now too. It was what? They're like selling more and more supplies than they used to. Like they're stocking them up again, like in stores. Like oh, that's what Charlie really? Kirk was saying in Arizona. Yeah, they're like stocking them all up. <laughs> if like, people oh, fall lovely. for this all over again. Oh, I've lost my. I want to. I want to comment on that in just a second. Second, because I want your opinion on this. We also recommend that they reconsider its statement about the efficacy of masks and face coverings for preventing transmission of SARS-CoV-2. We do not agree that the evidence for their efficacy has strengthened throughout the pandemic, as the website suggests. In fact, contrary to the conclusion of this website, the November 2020 Cochrane Review site state uh, cited states this quote: "Compared with wearing no mask, wearing a mask may make little." to no difference in how many people caught a flu-like illness. But they this is what the government was pushing. We knew. I mean, this is not news to us. We've been saying this for a long time. But this is like the Biden administration's guy on the task force. So I go to you here. I really want your opinion on this. You just kind of alluded to it. Will people get duped again? Because clearly that's the direction we're heading. Will they get duped again? Yeah, I think there'll be big swaths of people that are just – the COVID idiots that just buy everything hook, line, and sinker, they'll, they'll mask up again. A lot of them have even stopped masking up, but hopefully even those of us that have known this is a bunch of bullshit will have the courage to say, no, we're just not doing it. Like, I know I had some constituents that 
were very much against this. They knew it wouldn't do anything, but we had a get together at one of the bars in Shakopee and, and I walked in with no mask and, um, and, and this person walked in with the mask. I was <laughs> like, what are you doing? Take that damn thing off your face. Yeah. So I'm a fr- hopefully those, that classification of people that begrudgingly went along, but bitched about it the whole time will have the backbone to say, no, I'm just, I'm just not doing it. Like, that's what I said the whole time is if you want this stuff to end, because people would write into the Capitol and say, how do we end it? How do we end it? And I'd say, stop wearing the damn mask. Mm-hmm. If you want it to end, just stop doing it. And when people start doing that in mass, they'll have no choice. Right. I'd say being at the fair this morning, about mm, 1% to 3% somewhere in there were wearing masks outside, which is still kind of crazy. It's kind of sad. They've seen tons of people wearing masks again. Yeah. Covidians are ramping up already. Yeah. Like the, when I see somebody wearing a mask still, especially the people that are alone driving cars or these, mm. you know, these weird scenarios, I, I have to admit my first reaction is somewhat anger. Like, what is, what's wrong with you, you idiot? But then it quickly shifts to, I like feel bad for them. Like mm-hmm. I have sympathy for them. They've been mentally damaged as a result of all this. And it's, it's sad. Uh, Bridget, I see that you posted this thing in the thread. Um, is this something you want me to share or pass on to? No, that was just the video. That was the video. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. And I that, and you to... sure that's asking him about Epstein? Yeah. And you just didn't know how to get it to Dawson? Well, because it, it's on Telegram, so I would have had to like get the link. Oh yeah, you you actually shared the video, the actual MP4. Right. Yeah, I just not can't access it. Gotcha. Okay. All right, I'm gonna let I'm gonna lay this one to rest, but I really want to show you it. So maybe we'll be I'll work prepared. on it. What's that? Maybe I'll work on figuring it out. How to get it over <laughs> Don't to worry him. about it. With my amazing. Go signal. watch it. Watch the whole interview. <laughs> anything else on the presidential debate or this masking? Anything else that we want to cover? I just think Vivek did Vivek. 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 They didn't ask a question on COVID, really. I mean, you saw DeSantis like assert himself on something, but yeah. they didn't even ask a question. Yeah, and I respect what DeSantis did throughout COVID, but. Mm-hmm. It almost makes him look like a one-trick pony um, when he just keeps touting that, that he opened up and didn't lock down and schools are open. That's great. Everybody already knows that. Um, so I don't think that's, you know, worth repeating over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, it was Vivek. And I'm curious if he can capitalize on that, uh, that momentum. In fact, on the way down here, they, he was on Clay Travis. And he is doing a fantastic job of navigating the Trump elephant that was not in the room, like Brett Baer said last night. Um, they asked him, well, what would you do differently from Trump you think, if you think you'd be a better president? And he had an amazing answer on it. And it all revolved around just going further than what Trump went. And he said, in his point of view, when Trump got elected, he, he was surrounded by people who probably didn't do him any favors. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, honestly, if I get elected president, he said Trump will be my top consultant and I'll be talking to him because I want to learn from his experience in the, in the, in the White House. So mm. this difficult water that they have to navigate of you can't bash Trump, but he is destroying them in the polls. So they're, they're, they have a tendency to want to bash him mm-hmm. and tear him down. Vivek is navigating it so, so well. It's very, very impressive. Do you think he's the VP? Yep. Candidate? Yep. I yeah, think Trump's VP. Yeah. That's an interesting ticket, I guess. Uh, comments before we sign off. Oh, you know what I want to do before we go to the comments? Sorry to put you on the spot there, Bridget. Um, no, you're good. A couple show notes here. Tuesday's show. I think we've got uh, State Senator Colton Moore booked from Georgia, the guy who wants to impeach Fannie Willis, who's trying to disrupt our election. So that's an interesting thing. So we'll have him on the 
on uh, Zoom. And then on Thursday, we got um, a lawyer, Aaron Siri. Do I have that correct? Do you know who this guy is? Mark Bashowski's got him coming in for an event. Uh, Aaron Siri, he's a lawyer. And he, I think he's got Pfizer. I want to say he's actually revealed Pfizer documents. Seems to be pretty good on our issues on COVID. And since this thing seems to be going somewhere, this heightened COVID awareness, uh, I thought it would be great to get a lawyer who's actually won in court on some of this bullshit. So uh, Aaron Siri on Thursday. And then Mark Mark will be in studio too, so he'll talk about the event. So I'm going to have both you and Mark in studio. Awesome. Sweet. I've been dying to see that guy again. Yeah, that's awesome. And then Tuesday, states in their quote, more out of Georgia. Uh, let's go to some comments. Carla Nelson's wondering if anybody's read Vivek's book. The Patriot, Carla Nelson. Yes. And no, I haven't. But apparently Chris Christie's read it. It came out in the debate. <laughs> yeah, I have, um, not, I have not read it either. I need to get the audio book. Um, and then Lurch USA says, any news on Trump? Has he been detained yet? Well, it looks like he's still at, uh, what's it called, Bedmin Bedminster? So, no, I don't think so. T-Wall is saying parents better stand up if they require masks in school. I think that's the biggest way people oh. could stand up, probably. Well, let's put it this way. We grew tremendously during COVID. If they go any bit in that direction with the kids on anything, masks, the experimental jab, yeah, you'll see us big time again, right? Oh, yeah. Not yeah. a chance. I had a buddy text me on the way in, and he said <clears> – <throat> What are the odds that Walls puts a mask mandate in place mm -hmm. right after Labor Day weekend when the fair's over? And I texted him back and said, I think there would quite literally be pitchforks at the Capitol steps mm -hmm. if you did that. Like, people would, I don't think they would tolerate it. Mm -hmm. I hope they wouldn't. I hope so, too. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of sheep out there. Yeah. All right. Razzle Dazzle uh, has, um, I was going to throw out there, topic for consideration on, on a show. It says, recent changes in Minnesota law around police enforcement within school districts. Moorhead removing school resource officers. Yeah, and there's a, anything about that. the Minnesota Police Chiefs Association was asking for clarification from uh, the Attorney General, Keith Ellison, about restraints on kids in case there was life or uh, limb at, at stake. And, yeah, you don't know about this? Nope. Yeah, apparently uh, uh, Ellison has um, confirmed that it's still viable if, if it's, like, life or limb, you know. So there you go. Because there was a new policy, something that changed in legislation. Um, um, I have one more before we oh, go. Oh, sure, go ahead. Because it's Mark, I just realized. Um, Bischofsky? Yeah, he said. He's like, Jake sold this so terribly. <laughs> I'm so he, sorry, Mark. I should have had better notes on this. I wanted to make sure I got this out. Well, he says um, he made the FDA release the trial data. There you go. And then he also says, Siri is the attorney for ICANN and has done more for health freedom than anyone. Gotcha. There you go. Mark, I was a terrible salesman. I was like William. I'm very much like William today. You know? <laughs> you kind of are. Low energy. I feel it. Like this, I should be drinking a little bit more coffee. I'll put it that way. I am definitely a little under it. So uh, I'll, I'll try to bring my game back on Tuesday. You know, the big thing is uh, if I could get a little bit of sympathy from you guys. Uh, <laughs> Maybe a rumble rant to get your coffee. I went no. to bed at 11.30 last night, too. I'm not bitching about it. Did you, you, uh, did yeah. you really go? You're an early morning riser. Um, at 11.30 doesn't seem that crazy late. but Well, for him, he's at 9 well, o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah, you're you're not a late night guy. Hey, late you are an early riser. You're like, what, a 5 a.m. kind yeah. of guy? Yeah. yeah. I'm like 5.30, hit, hit snooze until about 5.55, probably. 
try to be up by before six. Anyhow, um, we had to set up the fair. We didn't actually have a lot go wrong today, but of course, there's always some glitches that happen. This isn't what we do for a living. You know, the people that do this for a living, the fair people, they're pretty impressive because their livelihoods at stake if the fair doesn't go well. They only have 12 days, right? Um, so anyhow, I was like, are we really going to try to make all this work, set the fair up, and then come back for a studio? Because this is new. We've done the fair many years, but we've never had a studio on a show. So, uh, yeah, we're trucking along. We're making it work. Um, I, f I feel like I didn't bring my A game today. So I will bring that on Tuesday because we got a very important interview. Plus, who knows what the world's going to be like on Tuesday because Trump literally is getting arrested tonight at 730. That's what we know. It's insane for very politically motivated stuff. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. We will see you on Tuesday. Take care.